Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I'm happy to say we continue our tour of the Bible books and we're about to delve into Deuteronomy. Old faithful fellow followers, we find ourselves now in the fifth and final book of Moses and what an excellent and exalted book it is. Vibrant with hope, it presents themes of love and obedience which flow from a relationship with God. It demonstrates God's love, explains God's wrath, encourages the faithful and warns the rebel. Like a much-loved family heirloom that awakens old memories and stirs old emotions, Deuteronomy now does the same. Simply put, we could say that Deuteronomy is something like a spiritual scrapbook, reminding and retelling all who read of a relationship between God and humanity. Moses clears his throat, speaks plain, speaks clear to God's people that they all may hear. So the first part of his unique volume now calls the new generation standing on the verge of a promised land to remember the past before they march forward into the future. Presenting a kaleidoscope of promises and failures, victories and embarrassments, from grapes to giants to spies and snakes, vivid images are brought to life through the word of God and we are told about the gifts God offered, the fears his people expressed and the rebellion they displayed. As it was true back then, so it's true today. God's word and spirit steer a steady course, and a new route was given for a new generation. We read of homeless nomads, tribal troubles, forts and giants, and even iron bedsteads. God's people are about to invade the promised land, littered full of false idols. Statues of snakes, monuments of monkeys and carving of crocodiles awaiting their worship. If they are to survive being misled by these hazards and perils, it will only be by seeing the one true God and accepting no substitutes. Christ was to be their centre and support, not some idol which is doomed to end in dust. So with wonderful words of life, Moses paints a portrait and points them to the offering and oaths. By calves and sheep, by heifers and rams, by birds and herbs and by the blood of lambs, all spoke of a God who loves. The Christ who saves. From offerings to oaths to food laws and festivals, how to worship it is described and defined within. Warnings are given against wizards and witches. Magic is on the no-no list, and they are to distance themselves from dreamers of dreams, all of which look to lure away from the Lord. From military laws to family life, and it seems some of the biggest and fiercest battles are fought and found in the home. In summary, the rest of the laws that followed show that reverence is more important than ritual. That God is more interested in how his people live rather than what they give. In our final glimpse of Moses, God would call and Moses would climb. He reaches his quiet end in a mountaintop meeting with God and enters his presence on earth for the final time. And as Moses has reached his end, so we have come to ours. That's all fellow travellers. Slowly and surely we shall work our way through the books of the Bible. And next time we meet like this it will be for a new chapter and a new leader for the people of God. And a new book for us as we journey into Joshua. But until then, Deuteronomy testifies of the Bible's God and is truly a timely book about knowing him and loving him. It takes us back to those far off days of doubt and disobedience, division and disharmony, death, disaster and devastation. And teaches us that the more things change, the more they stay the same. And that our hearts will be restless until they find rest in Jesus. 
Deuteronomy is a book that has something for everyone and it shows that God's word is a vital ingredient in a faith-filled life. Our tour is over to today. Deuteronomy has reached our ears. The only question is, will it reach our hearts? The answer? Well, I'll leave that up to you.